it must come from the pulpit always that the man on the pulpit is not God. Like, why are you a pastor and people just can't be themselves around you? Like, there's this, there's running, there's scampering around, like you're entering into an auditorium and then people are standing up. You're listening to Let's Slide Up with me, Damiana B. I'm a Jesus lover and dreamer girl who's passionate about seeing people, particularly Christians, living to the brightest intensity of light that we are called to be. So we'll be chatting with lots of bright sparks and learning how they shine through the maze of everyday life and addressing topical issues of the day. So if you're curious and want to know more, all right, keep listening and let's light up together. Welcome everyone to today's show. Today I have like someone I'm really excited to speak to and we were just talking about how like it kind of almost just aligned, you know, having her on this episode to chat with. So I'm really excited to introduce her to you. She's Tim Tokwewolabi and she's an author, she's an editor, and she's been shortlisted for several prestigious prizes. She's an avid book reader. So she has a page that, you know, like she, she, she reviews a lot of these books that she's read as well. The other thing, like, you know, she writes is what she does, but she's, she also has like a really vibrant kind of faith perspective. I feel on Instagram so like I've seen you know these this is my view of how I've seen her portrayed so I'm really excited you know to have this conversation and just for you guys to hear you know more about her her perspective and you know some of the things that we'll be talking about today I'm one of the other things I found out in terms of the prizes last year she placed second place for the Mo I didn't research how to say this correctly so I'm going to need your help the Mo Suturan Prize. I'm sure I, I, I think that's how to pronounce it because I'm even sure. I don't know how to pronounce it. But then when we went to get the prize, I remember the man saying Suturan or something. Okay, Suturan. Okay. <laughs> so anyhow you say it is fine. Yeah. Well, awesome to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank welcome. you. Thanks really for having me. Have... Thank you so much. Thanks, 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 thanks. Thanks no for doing all the research for reading all my <laughs> work that's really kind <laughs> no i mean i was like i need to there's stuff about you out there so i need to read i know your essays have been shortlisted they're really good i i actually enjoy reading as well i appreciate okay. the good writing so i think for me it was nice as well to kind of just enjoy you know the essay um yeah. so yeah i'm looking forward to more things we will delve into that but before we go into that you know <laughs> i've kind of given everyone some background but we'll love to hear more about you from your own own words you know your own perspective yeah you're basically giving everything away <laughs> thank you um so yeah I'm, I'm a writer i think that's usually the um, um first thing that i say it didn't it didn't appeal you or it doesn't come to me easily even now it still doesn't come to me easily to say wow. um i'm a writer but yeah that's it is what it is <laughs> i'm a writer and then i edit books as well um um my editing career started in Nigeria when I still lived in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, but writing is, is still, it's the one that goes on and on and on. doesn't matter where I live, where I go. Yeah. So I'm a writer. I, um, yes, I've won a few prizes. Mm-hmm. I've been shortlisted for a couple of stuff, which are good. And obviously I'm looking forward to more, but what I'm looking forward to the most for like at least the near future is is my book 
Drum roll. <laughs> I was, I'm like, oh, I know there's a book coming. Yeah, there is, a book, there is a book coming. Um, 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 and the manuscript is what won the prize, the more prize ah. in, in, in November last mm. year. Yeah. So I think, I think that that's a sign of good things to come because at least I hope yeah. that if the manuscript is already winning something, says that <laughs> hopefully I'm not writing rubbish. So. Awesome. So is that is that a 2020 project or 2021? Like when um, when are we putting our eyes that, out? That will be that will be uh, it. Won't be of me. It will be dependent on on say the publishing house. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that. I don't want to put anybody's hopes up yet, but just be expectant. Okay, we're expectant. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Since you follow me on Instagram, yeah, I will let you know. Okay, when? Okay, yeah. all <laughs> let's, right. So I'm going to leave um, Twen's handle and everything so that we can all know when this book is out. I mean, yeah. I'm so all for like you know reading more Nigerian authors. I read, yeah. you know, so many I have, of them. Yes. There's so, so there's so, so many of them. Many of them. Yeah. Um, and I, I I found out one recently that I've been reading and I feel it was really interesting. It's called Abidari. So there's there's oh. a new fresh wave of like Nigerian. Yeah writers and having this international presence so it's great that you your manuscript already you know has gotten this recognition so i'm sure many more you know good things to come out of it so we're excited especially like so i've always liked reading i've always i'm not a writer i've i've played around with you know writing but i think that's one thing that you see that over the years you know you've consistently honed your craft and that's where it's gotten you to where you are now yeah obviously um well yeah i i mean i think just like with a- everything else you have to get better at it and the only way to get better at it is to keep doing it mm. so yeah i mean i don't have a it's it may not look like engineering where there's actual nails and wood or something to construct that's like visible right now mm-hmm. but yes it's still pretty much the same you have to keep writing you just have to write i remember um so i, I basically started writing in 2012 i think that's that's um like formally mm-hmm. writing I, I always i think i've always liked writing but i never really considered it a career path mm-hmm. so like i will in school i will join publishing groups i will join story groups I will write for school magazines, but mm-hmm. like as a career, I, I just saw it as a hobby, mm. not necessarily something that I was going to like that I was going to do in future. Fully I never, I, yeah, I never once as a child said I want to be a writer when I grow up. Mm-hmm. But then it just happened, and then I started to write for a, a magazine, uh, a newspaper mm-hmm. in Nigeria called Why Niger in 2012. That's okay. literally where I started writing from i used to write a weekly column mm-hmm. and that was it and obviously I, it picked up and then i knew that i didn't want to do much of um newspaper and news collection i always knew i didn't want to do that if i wanted to do that i, I would have loved to do it on tv not news like on mm-hmm. paper no, I didn't want to do that. so yeah i knew that i wanted to write um stories and um like essays and stuff like that so obviously um why not that gave me the what do you call it the platform sort of mm-hmm. so i just started, i started to do that i continued and then in 2015 what was it yeah in 2015 i think i was bored sort of i i i wanted to switch to this writing that i liked not just writing about 
topical issues. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, it was literally just, I was on my bed and I said, and I typed, um, what did I type? I just typed something random about um, writer's group or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the Chimamanda, the, it was at, at the time, it was called the Farafina Trust. Just typed writers something, something to do for writers and then it popped up. And I saw that there was um, a call for writers to submit their work. Mm-hmm. And if they got chosen, they will go on a 10-day workshop, obviously facilitated by Chimamanda, DJ, and, and two, two other like authors or something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Obviously, at that point, I already liked Chimamanda. I was like, oh, this is, this is a good idea. And I thought, mm, okay, let me do it. And I remember that it was like, it wasn't even a lot. It wasn't a lot of writing because m- many things that I've submitted to now, you need like like 3,000 words. But hers was 200 words. Okay, wow. <laughs> she said, sent, sent 200 words, like a sample writing. And then obviously maybe like a bio. So I sent it, not thinking much about it. And then mm-hmm. like... I think about a month later, I got an email saying that I've been picked, and I was shocked because wow. in my mind, my 200 word piece wasn't that great. But then I got the email, and so I think that was the beginning of the shift mm. from writing just like on topical issues, writing on my blog, just writing. This was now the beginning of formalizing writing fiction. Mm-hmm. and writing essays and stuff like that yeah that's that's what it was so yeah i think that was when the shift 2015 was when we not so long started. ago as well not like so, you not said so, no. really? not so long ago but i have all i've, I've always, had, always had the background yeah. 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 yeah 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 amazing and so that started off in nigeria so how did you find i mean obviously that was a great like you having time with chimamanda did she like amazing writer obviously very <laughs> you know, well recognized as well. So obviously I'm sure like that would have been, that's like a great place to really jumpstart, I guess. So like with you then moving to the UK, how have you found, you know, that transition? Because now like you've entered into these prizes um, Mm -hmm. and getting that, you know, is a broader platform because Farafina would have been, you know, Nigerian, maybe African. Um, So like how, how, I guess, have you, how have you found the transition, you know, in, UK um, kind of editing and writing kind of world? Um, there, I don't think that there is much in terms of um, transitioning. Okay. For writing, the thing is, I think you just have to do the work. Hmm. Like, there is literally no other way to either transition or get better. You just have to do the work. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any other way. Like, you have to put in the work. Unfortunately, it's a tiny space. Mm. Like everywhere, it's, it's it's not even just Lagos or 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 in London. Like the literary space is a tiny space. So to get in, I'm not even kidding. I always say to people that if you want to publish anything, you have to send not like you you're probably sending at least. 60 pieces of work out like no joke there's no other way to do it but to keep sending your work out and then yes um prizes can help like obviously once you maybe get a big prize Mm -hmm. obviously you move into like the 
the slimmer part mm. of the pyramid where mm-hmm. okay oh like there's a there's a bit more recognition but yeah. there is no other way to get there than to just send your work out. out there <laughs> there's literally no there's not there's not i don't think it's um you can say maybe some countries have a lot more um maybe um like a publishers lot more, or like yeah something like that yeah that, but literally you, you just you just have to send your work out so it doesn't matter if you if you are living in lagos or living mm-hmm. in, in kenya Mm-hmm. just send your work out just make sure that you're still right you're writing all the time that you're doing the work the actual mm-hmm. work of writing not talking about writing uh-huh. <laughs> it's so easy to talk about it in <laughs> writing i want to write about the pandemic okay we need to see 500 words yeah. of, like, there's no other way so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm like i guess for for someone who just plays around like how do you get into like that writing mojo because you're like you have to just write it like are there is is there anything that you do that helps you you know get into that writing mode or does it just come to you like the thing is (laughs) i i i wish i did i wish i and i i can tell you what i would like (laughs) i would like to to be in like a very very secluded place like not absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. no sound i'm not even one of those people who likes to wake up to the sound of birds (laughs) i don't don't want to hear anything (laughs) like yeah so that would be that would be if i had that that would be good but i don't have it Mm -hmm. so yeah i mostly just make do with what i have i write when i can i try to create a structure but it doesn't work all the time mm-hmm. even if i can follow like a pattern for like two weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> by the third week something just comes and and messes it up but thankfully in, in the uk and in the us especially there's so many things like fellowships that writers can apply to so you kind of get that like, like between two weeks and six weeks some even go as far as, as like four months you can get a fellowship where what is that? But yeah what does that give you yeah, so it's like uh it just gives you so they give you like a, a very nice spot in an idyllic location it might be oh. in the mountains it might be in the forest it's it's mostly for the people that nigerians like to call creatives <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you're like in the arts so it's just time to do your work basically so okay. yeah those are some of the things that writers can take advantage of like so just apply to a fellowship it's, again like it's, it's difficult extremely difficult to get into these things mm-hmm. because already it's a small space mm-hmm. and there's lots of people trying to get into the space mm-hmm. but yeah a fellowship but not everyone can get a fellowship so you just have to make do with what you have yeah. you have to wake up in the middle of the night but you there's really nothing else but to write so when mm-hmm. are you going to write <laughs> it's on the toilet seats is it on your dining table is mm-hmm. it on your bed you just have to write basically mm-hmm. yeah 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 i think yeah like you're right you just have to do the work and yeah. i think maybe it helps assess I guess with with like you writing stories and maybe on essays like personal experiences you have those things like burning maybe you like maybe you have the like you have the story that you want to write and you want to express so maybe that also plays a part you know do you yeah think- it does absolutely it does but what what all these um what stuff like workshops and and writing courses do is to help you translate them on paper because we all have all of these things dancing in our heads. Everybody mm. has one, but but translating to paper is a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, 
not everyone has to go go to uni to study writing. I didn't mm. study writing, for instance. Okay. But yeah, translating it to paper, there, there's, 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 um, there's a process to it, mm-hmm. which I think you will get from going to classes and taking workshops or reading at the very least. Like, read people's works who, who you admire. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you will see styles. Mm-hmm. When you read, you see this. There's definitely a style in an author's work, but the only way to write is just write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and put it out there, and then and just see what happens. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so, like some of the things, like I like you, you said I read, you know, one of your essays. That was the only um, one that I could find actually published oh, you know, okay. online. But yeah, so that was like you know a personal, I guess, memoir on your, you know, your experience living in a new yeah. city. Yeah um and all the things that come with that um you have already talked about that those are one of the things you like to talk about and so you touched on the fact in that essay that you've lived in many places so I did want to ask you about your experience as a nomad quote-unquote <laughs> but funny that this well I say a lot I still don't consider it a lot I, okay <laughs> I don't know what they are so no, it's I'm, not I'm it's curious. not a lot it's just the, it's just the Packing up and leaving, especially because you're like get, literally in the last five years, I've moved maybe like five. I have like I have five addresses so in the last five years. Oh yeah. <laughs> my life. So it's like so yeah. It's not so much a new place, considering sometimes it's like three cities in one country. Still a big deal. So, yeah. yeah, but it's still a big deal to move, like to mm-hmm. actually move a whole house. It, it can get really stressful so I, I i i am a super chilled born and bred in ibadan yes. <laughs> no, no stress we are gentle people we don't really i know some <laughs> loud noise making ibadan people so not sure that's for everybody but and then my parents moved to abuja which is super chilled too like mm-hmm. super super chilled abuja mm-hmm. yeah there's it's a lot more maybe there's more life you can say but Abuja is super chill chill compared to Lagos yeah so yeah I moved I lived in Abuja so my my growing up was between Ibadan and Abuja okay then I moved to Ghana which okay wait this was in 2013 and I didn't happen to even live in Accra generally Ghanaians are even they're more chilled, yeah, yeah. So even Accra is already chilled, but we didn't even then live in Accra. We lived in a village called Takradi, (laughs) and it's literally it's a big city, and it's also the oil city. So it's the you can call it somewhat the Port Harcourt of ah okay. Smaller, it's 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 like a village basically. Literally, you. <laughs> I remember that we would just open our windows, and you know, it's like opening your window, the beach is rising to greet you. It's that kind wow. of morning. It's super chilled. Your neighbors are like lying down in their balconies and getting fresh that air. Sounds it's great. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, there was that. But I think I don't know if if Ghana was. I don't know if it falls on the favorite, but well, like quite. It was okay, and mm-hmm. then we back to Lagos which has been the I don't know what's called I think, uh-huh. wild the horror one. Oh <laughs> my gosh come on <laughs> I never lived in Lagos 
before. Yeah, if you going from Ibadan to Abuja and then Ghana that's chilled and then dropping into Lagos, yeah, must have no, been I, I felt I felt like a jarring experience. Yeah, it was it was a horror year. It was only one year, but it was I, I consider it a horror year. Wow, like, my beloved Lagos. <laughs> that hurts to hear her. But it's really not for everyone. It's a, it can be a no, madhouse. It's not for me. It's not for me at all. But then I I quite liked Oxford. I mean, I would I I don't think I would be able to pick a favorite city. Mm. But I, I did like Oxford. The year I spent there, I mean, I often remember the place with fondness. Even mm. it's not like the year was like the most beautiful year of my life, mm. but I remember the place with fondness. It's, I mean, there's just something about it's, it's a small town. There's something about the ornate buildings. It's mm. the, food, the, wood, the ancient wood. You walk everywhere, but the wood is just creaking. <laughs> it's just like, okay. but there's just something about it. And mm. then the Christmas too. There's something about Christmas in Oxford that's not the same mm. as London. London. Absolutely wow. not. No. Yeah. So there's just yeah. Just I guess everywhere has a, a unique identity and because you Absolutely. then have memories attached to different places yeah. those memories yeah. probably kind of also shape your yeah they, and they stay with you they stay with you for for a really long time so yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you now settled in London or are you moving on to is there somewhere else on I, don't the I don't know that's the thing. An itch for you to <laughs> pack your bags there is, there's always the itch but really? then I now have here's the thing I have a child of school yeah age. okay it's yes. not that easy to pack up and leave anymore mm-hmm. before we literally would just bundle her in the car and then like yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even she sort of has that I think that nomadic spirit because like literally a while ago she was like, oh, so when are we going to another country? Really? <laughs> yeah, because obviously she remembers stuff, which is weird for her age. She does remember stuff like in this house where I had the pink room, in this mm-hmm. house where I had the furnished too. She does. So she's like, oh, when are we going to another house? And I'm like, hello. <laughs> Take it easy, girl. <laughs> Take you busy. Oh wow, that's interesting. I guess yeah. yeah, she'll have those experiences, you know, well memories growing up, you know, and remembering if you guys decide to settle, she might then continue. Yeah. I quite like London. She might continue so really. London is like really London. nice. Yeah. I do like London. I mean I, I do I, I don't I can't even lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like London. Mm-hmm. I like when I see some people come complaining on Twitter about I'm like, well, what are you complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the way people say they like Lagos too. I I, I really like London. There's also like different it. sides of London, right? But so it depends on where you live and what you're oh, experiencing. Well, if you have to get on, good. for example, the central line every day. That, I think, yeah, I think that would be a that can be nightmarish, you know. Yeah. I, I, I agree. <laughs> As opposed I, I, to I like a nice remember, twenty minute walk to work yeah, to work. I definitely and, remember that it, one of the prayers that I prayed when we were house hunting in in, in London was that I don't want to have to use the underground a lot. Really? And see, God does answer prayers, to be honest. So, obviously, school run is just like seven minutes away. Uh The only time we need to get on the central line, and it's only for a few minutes, is to church. Okay. And it's not that bad. Yeah, and on Sunday, then it's like... Yeah, Sunday's always... Yeah, so... Yeah, not that we'll be getting on the underground for a while. Anytime soon, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so you're still listening to Let's Light Up. I just wanted to take this quick moment 
to tell you if you haven't subscribed don't forget to subscribe make sure you click that button so you can get notifications of when we have our upcoming episodes all right i know you want to hear the rest of the story so let's get back to it one of the things you know that you talked about in your essay um was you know about community and friendships and as you kind of move from city to city have you found that like you know finding new communities or making new friends be yeah interesting to hear your experience on that uh for me i've always been like a one person squad okay so i think i don't know if i'm going to say that helped Mm -hmm. i can't say that it helped i'm just saying that i've typically been a one-man army like after uni I after like I made the bulk of my friends in uni I think Mm -hmm. and after uni I kind of just sailed through anyway like when I lived in Abuja I just went from work home Mm -hmm. I didn't go anywhere I didn't go to weddings I didn't go to shows and not like I wasn't they weren't happening Mm -hmm. it's just not my thing to yeah go out so I've mostly sailed through like on my own obviously I remember my friends from uni we connect but Oxford was the first time that I like actually made conscious efforts, like said to myself, okay, I'm going to like <laughs> maybe try and make friends. Because mm-hmm. I, even, even though I went to church when I lived in Abuja, I, I, I did go to church because, okay, the one thing to do on the weekend, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I despised like workers meeting. I was like, oh my God. Really? I just, <laughs> so I really just... I wanted to finish church and just go back home, maybe read my book, go mm-hmm. to bed. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, then I, but then Oxford, I was like, okay, let me try. Let me just try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not like, I mean, you come to this kind of city, this like, like amazing city that's like 1,000 years old. That's mm-hmm. like, like, and, oh, and so much. yeah, like it's, it's a city that, like you're living in a place where especially in the city center where like that's the university town so you're living in a place where there's people from literally every country of the world and i said to myself oh you're going to be missing a lot if you Mm. decide to still bring this in your your bubble (laughs) behavior (laughs) so yeah oxford was where i specifically said okay i'm going to try i'm going to try which i did I mean, in Ghana, I had two friends, and thankfully, they're still a huge, they're still a huge part of my life. But yeah, I know that um, I know that adult friendship can it can be tricky, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's probably steeped in the fear that um, the fear of us not being one to be vulnerable, maybe. Mm. I feel like maybe, I mean, if you, if you know someone, if you've known someone since like secondary school, there's nothing else to open up to. Yeah. Like you already, like my friends, you already know that, oh, I don't eat noodles. Oh, she mm-hmm. don't eat noodles. Or, or she does not pick calls. <laughs> but then to have yeah. to be explaining that dynamic to a, a, a fully formed adult who probably is already like setting their ways to, yeah and they have to maybe like, certain expectations like oh people that do this like everyone has built these has ex- yeah if you really built some sure. things in your head like oh people who behave like this exactly are. so it's, it's tricky it's difficult but i i i 
I don't know. <laughs> I think we should still try. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I can't even mm. come here and lie and say that. <laughs> you mastered it. <laughs> no, but I yeah. think I think yeah, you coming up and saying at least you try and like yeah, so you did develop some you know good friendships you know in that place and like you said the richness of having these people from other cultures and yeah. backgrounds and yeah being able to enjoy their company it was so beautiful because there was a there was even a there was a Wednesday um like. No, I don't want to call it potluck because it wasn't potluck. It was like right in the middle of the city. There was a Wednesday like sale. Okay. Of like if there was a farmers market, but there was also this thing. I'm sure it still happens where people from all over the world, like different parts of the world, just cook different meals. So you see, there's Jamaican food. There's like um like Polish food. There's German food. There's this food. There's Indian food. Like literally, it's a circle. You could. And and I used to say to people that if you lived in Oxford for a year, you could literally go every week tasting something new, basically. Yeah. So there was that. There was there was and I was like, how can you be in this kind of vibrant <laughs> location and then you're still doing one man squad? So yeah, there's 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 fear, like I said, there's some fear, there's some shame that oh I don't want this person to judge me, this new person. But we we have to learn to like shame that shame like no mm-hmm. i like I that we, yeah we, we were we were created for for so much more than our little box so much more than our office space or mm-hmm. church or, mm-hmm. or secondary school yeah so mm-hmm. i'm trying yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i mean there's like yeah like what you said we're created you know for i mean with for connection for community yeah. and like one way you said which is interesting because like I, I I guess earlier on for me church was like that. Like once I come in, like I'm I'm out. Like I don't want to hang around. It's a bit awkward. Yeah. I just you know okay I will serve, but you know I don't really want any extra activities. I remember yeah. my first experience getting in. Well, one of you know I I'd moved to Nigeria and there was this church I liked, and somehow I got roped into like these you know extracurricular activities, and you know on one hand I was resenting it, but you know at the end of you know the time I spent there it was really great to have been able to really connect with these people and like mm. share our faith in you mm. know certain like ways and I think yeah. even more recently as well church has been that avenue for me to kind of make some friends and so you mentioned that you go to Hillsong how do you find like making community because that's like a massive church it's the perfect place to go to if you're just like I'm gonna pop in and go out <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh, that was my idea going into this big church because i'm like okay anyway you could just do your thing and mm-hmm. once we all lift up holy hands and it's 12 40 uh, like um, i'm out mm-hmm. but the thing about hillsong is so weird as big as the church is it's so so big on community like mm-hmm. you literally have groups everywhere across the city like everywhere there is something for you to be a part of are you oh you don't like um are you, I'm trying to think of some of the examples. Like there's, there's just different connection groups. There's a um, media connection group. So, okay, you don't like to be with people, Abby, but you like the media. Come on, right. these people that <laughs> like media. You guys have media. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you live in the, you live in the West End. Eh? It's too far for you to come to. Okay, West Enders. <laughs> there's your group. So it's such a, it's so big, big, so big. You're, you're wondering, wait, how do twelve thousand people know them? It's because the church is so big on community, and I think. 
perhaps God was trying to humor me because me, I went there for <laughs> to hide. I pop out, but <laughs> people all the time, like in your inbox, like checking up on you. There's that. It's but the thing is, church is definitely community. There's there there are no um, two ways about it. I just feel like over time, we we as Christians, because definitely Jesus did church as community. Like he mm-hmm. went to people's houses. He at around their table and he did stuff in either small groups large groups that's how jesus did church mm-hmm. but i feel though that over time we've made church like what it's not mm. in that we've kind of removed from the community and made church the source i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say like god is the source like mm. if you get that yeah like coming to church is not the solution it's coming to find jesus in church do you get what i'm trying to say like Mm. but over time we church has become this thing that we have to like forcefully like get into that solution that's where this blessing is going to come from yeah and i'm like no we, we we often people come and say oh i'm looking for a church and then i'm like oh okay where do you leave? The, the mm-hmm. things that we should consider when looking for church, we don't, we don't do that anymore. So people come and they're like, um, I'm looking for a church. Is the message good? Is the power? <laughs> they are not fire. Is the fire fire? First of all, <laughs> first of all, mm-hmm. if you feel like a pastor is fire, you, as a fellow child of God, sure. you must be clocking this exact same hours that pastor is clocking because there's there's no hierarchy it's not a case of um mm. president and vice and support subordinate mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. have in, in like we are all children of god you you should be reading your bible just as much as, as the pastor, pastor. But, but many times christians want to go into a church because this pastor preaches a fire word that can last them the whole seven days of the week and mm. then they come back the next they literally don't want to do anything. Their own work. They don't want to do their own. And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not how it works. Church mm. is for communities, for us to come together, to bounce ideas of each other. I didn't get, oh, I did. I was reading this scripture and I didn't get it. Oh, okay. What do you think? Mm. Or I'm having this little problem or, or what can you, like, who can help? Like, we're supposed to rally around. But church is not the source. Mm. God is the source so over time i think that we've missed it somewhere mm. i don't know at what point we missed it but i do feel like we've missed it somewhere we we're, we're looking for a fire 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 ceremony and yeah no <laughs> it's 100 percent, and it's it's i struggle with it because you know on one hand i feel like I've I've grown up in this tradition where it's like yeah like I those I'm drawn to those fire places right yeah. but at the same time you you shouldn't do that but at the same time how do we get people to to then I guess become the fire themselves like I don't know how I'm I'm not I'm not asking the I question think, the right I way think, but yeah I, I, but I, I think I get what, what you're you're trying to say because people are looking for something mm-hmm, clearly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like church leaders have a role to play I, I feel like we as individuals have a, a role to play too we should it must come from the pulpit always that the man on the pulpit is not God like mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to have to retune it but it has to be that the people in church know that 
no, this is not, this thing is twisted. Hmm. Like pastors are, they need to, they need to say more. I don't know. And I don't mean that they have to go up on stage and be saying, oh, I'm not God. But Hmm. their actions have to show. 100%. It has to match. Like it has to be that we're not worshiping you here. So nobody should be running after you carrying your bible stuff like that like because mm. like one is even one thing to say it you know a lot of times they say it but it's the actions that have to marry up and the actions definitely have to match because like why are you a pastor and people just can't be themselves around you like there's this there's running there's scampering around like you're entering into an auditorium and then people are standing up so i don't know actions just have to match there's mm. it's one thing to preach um, 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 the word of God, but your actions, like people running away, the pastor is coming. I don't know. It's really. I don't it, know how we got there. I, I don't think, know how we got there. Yeah, I think. I think also maybe it's it's a function of the African church because I don't reckon this is something that in more Church of England. I don't really go to Church of England churches, so I can't really mm-hmm. say. But in Hillsong kind of context, it's Aesthetic, definitely yeah, it's not. not the same. So I think it, for from like my experience is a cultural thing you know we have this respect um, yeah. your elders i, mean, I kind feel of like you can, respect, you can respect your elders don't 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 get me wrong mm. you can you can respect your pastors mm-hmm. absolutely but we yeah but it's, i guess you're right it's probably like a cultural cultural thing but you'll see that if it was truly truly only cultural we will be having more regard for others. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, many, many people don't have regard for like even their bosses at work. But there's this thing that like pastoral duties has made. I, I think it's, it's mostly the actions. It's, it's not that they don't say it. It's not that yeah. they don't say, yeah. um, we, um, give your life to Christ. It's not that they don't preach the right things. It's just it's how really they live. Yeah. The, 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 the actions just don't match. They don't match at all. <laughs> and I think that's what we need to work on. I mm. think that's as, as, as a person looking for a church, you have to go there knowing that, like, okay, I'm going to meet with God. I'm not going to meet with, with a pastor. Many of us, many Christians don't even, their, their month or their year hasn't started until the man of God has made some pronouncements. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you, you as the you believer. You need to make your own pronouncements. What, what, what is God, what has God, what is God saying to you? So when we put pastors on this pedestal, well, we, I think we are the ones even putting them on the pedestal. So mm-hmm. they, I don't know, it becomes messy. And then we're just like, oh, why did this man of God do that? And I'm thinking, mm. well, he's the man of God. He's like you. 100%. And I think, yeah, part of the message is just, you know, putting it out there that we need to be, I guess, not lazy Christians, you know, not yeah. to rely so much on yeah. our pastors. And, and, for, yeah, yeah. Like, we have to put in the work. We like, have to put in the work. Whatever. Just, for, if we feel that <laughs> ah, something happens to us and we have to call our pastor at midnight, we're then clearly, not, there's you're, something you're off, something of, yeah. Because you should be able to <laughs> be gingered enough or fired enough, you know, be prayed up. And, yeah. And here, here's what I think happens when we make um, like, pa- like church or pastor the source like if, for instance, a pastor happens to say something that's very, like maybe controversial or quite frankly, very ungodly, mm-hmm. you, like, you find that two things happen. Once, it, 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 there's a group of people who suddenly like feel like, oh my goodness, I've been living a lie. And so they break free. Yeah, from entirely. Like, How can, and then there's another group of people who are vehemently standing with 
Yeah. Or trying to protect the pastor. Mm-hmm. It's too, and, and the extremes. two ways don't make sense. The two extremes, you're thinking you need people to just remain under God. That's mm. your work. Just like point them to God. That's all. Mm. You're not, they're not supposed to be trying to defend you or mm. you're not supposed to be making them feel like they've lost Doubt it. their whole because, Christianity. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's what yeah. you find happening most of the time. Yeah. That's the danger of, yeah, of putting, yeah, pastors on too high a pedestal because the thing is only jesus said even jesus said why are you calling me good surely god is good so literally yes i mean yeah 100 percent. i mean i i guess okay so just taking the conversation on a broader um note i'd be interested to hear like you know how your faith comes into expression in you know maybe maybe you're writing and i don't know if it does does it influence maybe some of your narrative well, I, I I like to think that my faith does, I mean, um, influence my writing. I like to think that. Obviously, I don't write, um, for instance, in, in, in my fiction. <laughs> I don't go about writing characters who maybe, like, wake up and do morning devotion or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe characters who bless their food before they eat. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's by that that someone is going to read you and then mm-hmm. give their lives mm-hmm. to Christ. But mm-hmm. I feel like like um i write characters who have like love at the core mm. and even when i write um um like the most horrible like character for instance like what i'm trying to pass across is is the uh, at the core is the humanity mm. so like even we, i want my readers to be able to see past that horror personality that's mm-hmm. horrible character and that you can just see that at this person there is the person which is what i think we 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 have to always radiate as christians mm. like you have to see past the worst of you like the, literally how jesus yeah is not easy i know but i'm hoping that with my writing like we can see past the most horrible person like mm-hmm. i think about people who do prison ministry you know it doesn't occur to us that um jesus loves prisoners it never mm-hmm. really occurs to us because prisoners are those people who have done i didn't see they're, it they're, they're now in prison like yeah they've done stuff they're in prison yeah our world system says that they go to prison but jesus loves them just as much as me who thinks mm. that well me i did not um, murder anybody's um, father so i'm not in jail well but you are then speaking badly about you are trolling people on twitter but you think that you are like the, the, the you're innocent yeah, exactly you're innocent. you get mm. what i'm trying to say mm. so yeah um so I, I like to think that my writing does in my my faith does influence my my writing in that way but people read it and they they can just see love they can remember the action of jesus on the cross by yeah by reading <laughs> that's I, I i like that perspective because i think sometimes and i'm all for anyone who wants to be in a christian author i mean i have i, I love like francine rivers for example who's a yeah. christian author but like even her character there's like you know there's there's they they come in all different shapes and sizes so you being able to reflect like everyday life that normal people Mm. can pick up the book and see or like the story and see someone that they recognize but be able to see them in a new light right like you see see past the flaws because yeah yeah, one thing that we 
can be guilty of is judging a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, are, yeah, we are. We are. We don't. We don't. We yeah. don't say it. Yeah. And I yeah. wish that the only way to be a Christian was to just oh download only Christian music. You know, mm-hmm. like, I it's not music in my car. But that's the thing. We're so flawed. <laughs> yeah. Some you know sometimes there's that mentality like oh I can if doesn't if they're not saying Jesus in that song Jesus I'm not I can't listen to it if the song if the book is not by Kenneth Hagen I'm not reading it it's like but you are living in a bubble like Jesus interacted with you know real life hardened people so I, I find that that's that's like a refreshing take and I mean I think hopefully as we all go out into like the world, we're conscious of the way that we interact with the world, knowing that even as we're going to be finding community and making friends, like Mm -hmm. not building these walls and these preconceived notions about people. About people, yeah. And even in our church. Yeah. But but, but I think we we can make conscious efforts, I will say. Like there is no... It's not easy, yes, but no. if if we make the conscious effort, like don't just don't go about on Twitter being a nasty person. Hmm. Like yeah. Every day there's somebody on Twitter saying, "Oh my God, people are so mean." All the while, like responding in a horrible way to somebody's tweet. We, we don't Twitter think that is, those things. <laughs> we, don't think, we don't think that those things. Like we don't put them on the same pedestal because one seems higher than the other, or you that you maybe killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's your one. That's really big. Mm-hmm. Me, me being a troll and abusing somebody for their fat stomach. No, mm-hmm. no, that one. Is- <laughs> no, but Twitter is savage. I feel like every time somebody's attacking somebody, then they're going after it's it's wild. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, you're right. And I think even yeah. on the other side, as well as trying not to judge people, is is like what we talk about with pastors. Not trying not to put them in on the pedestal that they're not. Yes. Yeah. I guess yeah. we have to be balanced in the way that we're seeing the world. So yeah. And <laughs> one question I do like to ask um people that have been on the show, just in light with the theme, is the the podcast called Let's Light Up. So it's a call to mm-hmm. like everyone listening, like how do we turn on this uh light? So what does that mean to you? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I think that um to be light is to like have of Christ, like do like to portray it to the fullest. You know, like funny enough, this morning there was a there was a Bible verse that popped up on my Bible app. Unfortunately, I never remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those people who can recite. But for me, what I took from it is that the message of Christ is love, and as we go about like our daily activity, like at work, at school, anywhere. There is, you have to just carry the fullness of that light. I wish, is there some way to I've just gone on my U version. Is it okay, Colossians 3 16? Yes, yes. yes. Let the okay. word of Christ dwell, rich, dwell in you richly, okay. in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, mm. singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Yeah. I, I think that, 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 that just wraps it up nicely for me because what is the message of Christ? The message, of, the message is that Jesus died and he rose again. And so the message of Christ is love, basically. Mm-hmm. So that should dwell in you. Which it should be obvious wherever you are, whether it's on your Twitter timeline, whether it's um, at work, uh, an actual night to fire, whether it's in your family, with your kids, mm-hmm. anywhere, it should, it should come out like strongly. Mm-hmm. I think about how... I think about 
when God um, called um, light out of darkness, like mm-hmm. there is, like it's an impossible situation. Darkness is it represents an, it represents an impossible situation. So light coming out of darkness is a big deal, which is who we must be in like like wherever we find ourselves so it might be tricky it might be difficult it might be this and that but it has to show and it says in that scripture that we should admonish one another with wisdom through psalms i think of psalms as as delightful things so Mm. the words of our mouth Mm. like hymns it says spiritual songs if you sat with god spiritual songs will flow easily and you cannot come out from a place of having sat with god and then you'll be speaking horribly people on, on people. Yeah, so it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't match. You can't have had time like sitting with God and, and, and spiritual songs flowing out of you. You're not going to be saying some of the things that we see. So yeah, being light is just really having, just, just like projecting that God's love. That's what I think that's basically what light being light to to me is yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's a great example i mean it's i love to hear people's different take on it and like but at the, at the root of it all like you say like being christ-like and love yeah. is is it's all about that at the end of the day. <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing that perspective. Like uh-huh. we've come to the end of the show now, but I really enjoyed that chat. And I'm really hoping that people that are listening, like you've, you know, heard something that's dropped in your heart that will maybe challenge a mindset that you've had or, you know, any actions that you've previously taken. And, you know, you can see things in this kind of fresh new light. So pleasure having you. I'm going to link to all your pages um, on the show notes. So if you're interested in following Talkware and also finding out when her book Come out. Oh, you want to read any of her like published essays? I like just yeah, no, it's good. Say the word book. <laughs> no, but if you also want to read, if you also want to read like her essays or just you know follow her, yeah, I'm inspired. It's, 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 you there's know. a few online. There's a few. Thank you yeah. for having me. I really had a nice time chatting with you. Thanks. My pleasure. <laughs> All right. A nice chat. It shouldn't end. <laughs> <laughs> I know. At least she's gonna tell me like, oh, I really miss one that much time. Okay. So. Maybe we'll come back. We'll have another session. There's so many things to talk about. So, like, <laughs> great to have you on at another time. Thanks but, yeah, till me. then. I'm happy to show up. <laughs> Take care, right. everyone.